Welcome to Cafe After Hours. We are your hosts, Michelle and Fanny, just a couple of 20-somethings trying to figure out adulthood. And joining us today is our good friend, Diana. So grab your cafecito and join the conversation. And remember to go hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app and follow us on Instagram at Cafe After Hours Podcast. So welcome back. Uh, hey guys. To, yeah, <laughs> to episode three. And today we have a special guest, um, our very good friend, Diana. Woo! Oh, snap. What an intro. What an honor, man. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me as your first guest. Let's do this. I mean, we have been talking about this for a while um but you're here we're happy that you're here with us so i guess before we get into the shenanigans that we have in store for this episode um just quickly tell us about you i guess name (laughs) where you're from um i don't know couple of things that you want podcast land to know about you before getting into what we're gonna do today um so hi guys my name is diana i am from southern california aka riverside county from a small horse town called narco uh i've grown up here and i still live here it's nice but i mean everything else around us is developing like riverside is popping Eastville's popping. Um, I'm obsessed with music. I think a lot of people know that, that know me, all genres. But currently, Bad Bunny is always number one, Benito. Um, so I'm trying to think. Oh, currently on my list right now is Vince Staples' new album, which is really great. Oh, and there's this, uh, oh, see this, now we're going down a tunnel, because I have multiple genres in my playlist, but Vince Staple, Bad Bunny, are you pulling the list? Yeah, hold on, because if you click on your app and it says like, listen now, it shows you your top picks, so like, I have the Veneno Mortal, which is Salbon Armando. I can't say, I'm, I'm obviously Mexican, but like sometimes I can't say words very well. I have J. Cole on here. Oh, this girl, Cleo Soul. So beautiful. Um, junior age. Bad Bunny's right there, front and center. I'm trying to think what my favorites are. Dave Alvin, Mikey Towers. Ooh, that man. Um, I got some Drake in there, Prince Nokia. So podcast one, if you haven't already realized, <laughs> Diana has oh, a wide selection of music and interests in music. I think um, for podcast land, we should definitely include Diana's Apple Music handle. Um, I follow her there and I always do. do. (laughs) Yes. And I, I do find, you know, whatever she's listening to now, because it tells you like what your friends are currently listening to. And you can definitely um, check her out. We'll definitely have to get that information from her and let you guys know, because she does always find really good music and she has followers and doesn't even realize it. (laughs) Um, 
she's just quickly trying to like filter through like what have I listened to correct so uh definitely we'll definitely have to share her info with you guys because she is I mean let's just talk about Bad Bunny himself um she introduced us to Bad Bunny when Bad Bunny was not Bad Bunny we literally had no idea who he was and Diana was all up in that so I saw the potential in that man as soon as he you... spoke first verses I was like yo people are gonna hit with this this is gonna be it but yes I am obsessed with him very much I've actually seen him which I'm really happy about and I would love to see him with you guys so we're gonna get tickets one way or another I'm gonna figure out either I'm gonna get in there and work or I'll get tickets or we're gonna find the best deal online so to podcast land um Dana has a wide resume of Mm -hmm. music shows um just like music festivals she's done a lot so um maybe you can tell us what your my background your top two maybe shows that you've worked or the craziest ones that you're like how did I even get there um because she's really she's really done it all so dude I don't know I've done a couple man it's been a year though too, like we without anything. But the thing the most memorable was probably the last Coachella. The last Coachella I did, did I mean they had freaking those Tucanes de Tijuana on there. They had Los Angeles Azules. They had Bob Bunny. They had J Balvin, Rosalia. They had a little bit of K-pop in there. A bunch of EDM. They had Jaden Smith, Kid Cudi. Uh, Kanye West was there. I mean, you know, he's he's hype. Um, but I think that was the most memorable because I actually saw like Latinos on main stage, and then like Los Tucanes de Tijuana's dude, like they were like the first performers to go on the main stage. So obviously, not a lot of people get up. Like I don't even know what time it was. Like three, four o'clock. Like people are still prepping for like a whole night. And there was like a crowd of Mexican Hispanics dancing and singing. And like it flooded like memories of like youth of like, I hated this shit when I was younger. I didn't like listening to Mexican music. And now I'm like, bro, play that shit. Give me (laughs) something to drink. Cause I'm about to sing this shit from my heart. heart. So I think that one was the most memorable. What show was that? Coachella 2019 mm-hmm. like literally you looked at the lineup and you're like oh you can read this in the in the Mexican accent like Los Tucanes de Tijuana like like I was just shook to see that much talent even the smaller bands like the punky bands like Señor Quino was there and I follow them and they're for like Monterrey I think but their vibe is cool. And then through them, I discovered like two other great artists named Braddy and um, Ed Maverick. Oh my God, you guys need to listen to his song. Fuentes Ortiz will literally hit your heart and cut it in half and repair it at the same time. So basically, if you guys have any job openings <laughs> in the music industry, please let us know because diana literally knows anything on anybody and yes so i'm always shocked for everything that she has found but i think 
to her, I think Coachella was most memorable. But to me, the most shocking of the shows that she has worked is has to be by far the one that I always remember is the one that you missed your flight to going to New York. Oh shit! <laughs> so Bro. she literally has worked in New York. Oh, She's dude. worked in. Shout out to Penny <laughs> and Michelle. But shout out for taking me, realizing I missed my fucking flight. Letting give me a tell that story to... real quick because that I almost is forgot honestly about that. The, like, I was the wild. Cherry on top. So. <laughs> oh my God. So this was when was this? This was a couple years ago um ah dude it was 2016 it was like the year before i was graduating that i was like okay. really, that the second semester of junior year that i was like really trying to f- get in you were going and, everywhere you were doing the so many shows you were yeah. working everything you were working in local but... oh okay but <laughs> you were putting yourself out in, there yeah i was so, I was doing the work for work. Yeah, that's and that's a harsh reality. That it, to... So one thing about me, two things about me actually, I'm horrible with directions. So don't ever tell me to be because I'm also gonna be late because I can't figure out the directions. But I'll be there. Um, <laughs> but second of all, as an amateur flyer, I did not realize there's a difference between oh my gosh. twelve a.m. So- Tuesday it being the next day so okay. and Wednesday 12 a.m so let's let's break this down so <laughs> this was okay I think it probably was 2016 yeah. we were at was it 20 it doesn't matter we were at <laughs> a we were at a midnight well we were going to watch a movie together oh yeah um and I'm y'all drove nice. out to Cerritos to go. Wasn't this the time that we were in Cerritos and Kelvin and Diana went hard at sushi <laughs> and yes. fell asleep at the theater? <laughs> yes. Hey, I'm out before a flight, okay? I can't speak for him, but for myself, <laughs> your girl was trying to get a pre-nap because, you know, I was already knew I was going to be under intense stress from missing a flight. We were watching Doctor Strange and... We had two sleeping people in between me and Fanny. And I was like trying to turn around to like, you know, oh, Fanny, oh, oh. And it's like, I couldn't because I had two nappers next to me. It was a great movie though. You slept through it. From what I've seen, it was just enough. And it was great. Five out of five. Anyways, that's not the point of the story. But it does provide a little bit of context. So (laughs) the plan was um we all wanted to watch the movie um and we made plans to watch it in Cerritos Mm -hmm. and Michelle and Kelvin were going to carpool with Diana to Cerritos because from there I would drive Diana Mm -hmm. to the airport at LAX Mm -hmm. so it would just work out we had asked Diana previously, <laughs> when does your flight leave? And she was like, oh, don't worry. Like, I got it. Like, it leaves Thursday night. And we're like, are you sure? Trying to make plans, make sure that we make it up in time. And she was like, yeah, it's all good. No worries. Great. Perfect. We get to the time when we're going to leave the theater. Yeah. 
and for me to drive her to LAX. We're getting to um, the airport and, you know, I'm asking, you know, the questions you typically ask, like, oh, what's the airline? So that Mm -hmm. I can know where to drop you off. And she tells me whatever airline it is. And then I'm like, okay, what, so what time is your flight? And Diana says, oh, like 12. And I was like, no, it was like 12 and something. And I was like, okay. And then I started thinking in my head, (laughs) wait, (laughs) let me double check. What date, like 12, like 12 today or 12, (laughs) like tomorrow? Like, what do you mean? And you were like, oh, um, my, my ticket says like, let's say like, let's just use today's date as an example. You were like, oh, it leaves at 12, 12.07 is the, the, the departure time. And you said that the date of the departure is, let's use today's date, August 27 at 12.07 a.m. And I was like, Diana, <laughs> that passed guys. already. That passed. I was like, that's not possible. 12.07 that's coming up would be August 28th, tomorrow's date. And you were so confused. I was so sure. You were like, no. I was more no, embarrassed, I think. I was like, bro, everything was planned up to the T. And I fucked it up with the time. I was so mad. So then you get out of the car and you go to the airline to try I'm to like, see. Let me, if let me make sure. Can... Let me make sure. Yeah. And we're it trying might be to figure good. out. It might be good. And they were like, no, ma'am, like that plane left. Already left. Like 24 hours ago. <laughs> a day ago. <laughs> and so then you were then trying to figure out what is the next flight that you can take out and nothing mm-hmm. was working out. So then you okay. ended up coming back to my house, yep. staying the night mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how on earth you were going to make it to New York. <laughs> the next day yep. and so what you ended up Bro, doing it was in was, new york it was miami it was it was florida florida it was florida because new york i fucked up too but i got there on time but i thought i got there at noon and i got there at 12 a.m ish so the metro was closing but i was still there i was still a day earlier for my workshop it was florida because i was flying by myself which don't recommend fly with a buddy but I and that's fly why by I myself all the time i know but you're good you're good you're smart on when it comes down to that i'm go with the flow we'll check the time when we get there it's and this is up. why you ended up missing yeah. your flight by 24 hours but i still made it you had to I, take a train to san diego and then take a plane from san dude, diego i did i had to, that was actually kind of nice dude that's a nice ride <laughs> I've never been on the train for that long. And this is why she's our friend. She's the optimist in the group. She's just yeah. so positive. I mean, after I felt a little stupid, and then also the fact that when I actually flew in, it was like morning time over there, right? And everybody's like, I was trying to wake up every one of them so someone like could open the door to the hotel room. And we were cramming there like sardines because, you know, we're in a budget. And they were like, oh, you're actually here. And I said, yeah, I'm, I, I didn't get here last night. Like I should have, but I'm here now. So hi. I took a bus, I think. 
Yeah, from from that air, Florida airport. That show was actually pretty good. It was pretty cool. It was cool. I think it was Orlando, EDC Orlando. It was a nice show though. And that, my friends, is Diana. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was, I forgot about that. I always think about like just the fact of working the event, but actually getting to the event. Hey, shout out to you guys though, because I don't know what the hell I was doing. Like I was literally just jumping on, on flights, going places. Not really with a plan. Sometimes not even with a place to stay, but that was okay. We figured it out. And I came back alive. Tired, but alive. Yeah, dude. Well, podcast land. If you would like to hear more stories about oh, no. Uh, no, no. Diana's okay. adventures, I'm better now, guys. I've flown to a couple other places without that issue. I've also had a buddy for the most part. That was definitely memorable. I didn't forget about that. I didn't forget about it, but you know, never let me book flights ever. Just tell me we're going there. Tell me what time. Tell me like a couple hours ahead just in case. Yeah, but I do like festivals. I love traveling. I work them for the most time, but I do enjoy them too when I, when I can. That's a great intro. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to segue that into what we're going to be talking about. So today we're going to be talking about... <laughs> I just go with the flow. So... Michelle and I thought that today would be um, a good chance to take, you know, some personality quizzes. And we decided to start with the five love languages quiz test thing to get to know each other a little more. And that way you guys can get to know Diana a little more as well. And if you guys have taken that test, let us know what you guys have gotten, what your results are, what your top and least, I guess, bottom one would be. Um, we actually, eat, all of us did it and we all got very different results. And we're so excited to kind of go over them. And I think we're all a little shocked of our own responses, like the percentages that we got and where each one of the love languages falls. So I guess, to give more context as to what the five love languages are, for those of you who do not know, um, each of us um, has, you know, these love languages, right? We all mm -hmm. have a certain percentage of these five, which are quality time, uh, receiving gifts, acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch. Um, and these are you know, if you go to fivelovelanguages.com, <laughs> this is not sponsored. This is not an ad or any of that. But if you want to sponsor us, that's great. Thanks. Um, uh, you can learn more about it. And the quiz is free. Um, and it is anonymous. So you don't need to worry about putting in your name and your email and your phone number or whatever. Um, but yeah, so each, each of us carries like a certain percentage of these five. Um, and so before this episode, each of us took this test, this quiz. Um, and yeah, we should share what we thought. I think, you know, the five love languages are pretty self-explanatory. 
by what they are. Um, so I will not go into detail as to what each of them mean. Um, but yeah, I guess we can all go one by one, share what our percentages are for each. Um, Dana, since you are our guest, <laughs> do you want to get us started? Of course. Um, so there were five different characteristics. So for the first one, my top one, I guess, would be uh, 33% quality time. Pretty accurate. 30% acts of service. I would say 50-50 on my opinion of that, but yes, 20% words of affirmation, 13% receiving gifts, and 3% physical touch. So yeah, that's mine. It's interesting. All right, guys, so my five are 30% to acts of service, 27% to words of affirmation, 20% to quality time, 13% to receiving gifts, and 10% to physical touch. Interesting. It's very interesting. We're all very, we are slightly different. Um, so for me, 37% quality time. 23% words of affirmation, 17% receiving gifts, 13% acts of service, and 10% physical touch. Oh, okay. Okay. It's interesting that the three of us all had physical touch as our least important one. Yeah. But I do give you guys hugs, so... Well, yeah, so you guys not, are the exception. <laughs> this is not to say like this is no, like, I know, no, but I just wanted to throw that know, out like, there because I know, like, in some of the answers I put down, like, had to do with physical touch, like, those are some of the ones that I selected. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let me just quickly type in mine in the chat as well. Yeah, this is the results are very interesting. <laughs> do y'all think like I mean I guess first we could start like do you agree do I with... agree with mine yeah um yeah because I do okay. okay so for mine so quality time I would say yes I would agree with that 100% because even right now this is quality time and I enjoy spending time regardless of what it is with my loved ones. Is this pertaining more to like a lover or like my relationships overall, like friendships? How did you answer these questions? Like friendships, not so much lovers, cause I ain't really there. So then maybe is it, does it mean that we should maybe talk about our relationship status? Oh, I forgot about okay. that. Yeah. Yes, because when I did my test, you know how it asks you, are you in a relationship or oh, not? Yeah. That's so like my question. question, my all my questions pertain to my partner. Mm -hmm. So definitely if you answered 
not as a partner, maybe your answers would have been different if it was towards a partner. Yes, because I answered that I'm a single Pringle, which is is all good. (laughs) It's all good. So my answers were more based on relationships I have, friendships. That sounds weird now if I say it like that. Um, they're based on because I, I feel like everything in, to some degree is a relationship and like you would hope especially in finding your significant other that it starts with a friendship and builds continuously throughout time I mean I, that's what I would hope for maybe but that's what the why I answered based on my real current relationships with my friends, my family, I guess, to some degree, my coworkers, you could say. That's how I answered. So, yeah. But the first one is, is pretty on point because I do appreciate quality time with in- individuals. I think that, because like, it's, you guys know me, like, I I have a schedule, but I don't like. I like to keep myself busy, but I will make time to be with you. I won't make time if I don't want to see you. But I will do my best, and I will rearrange anything possible. I will meet with you at six in the morning, right now, <laughs> if needed. If I love you in the sense of yeah, I have love for you. I will do everything and anything to be there and spend time with you. If not, I'm sorry. And then the second one was acts of service, which I was kind of a little shook because I think it said it was like, I think that one was when like people do things for you, which is weird because first of all, I don't like getting help. I don't like asking for help. But I do appreciate when people help. You can, yeah. You, you. So I feel like for you, because we know you, yeah. <laughs> um, acts of service may not have been your number one, mm-hmm. but I think you unconsciously or subconsciously, you, you, you do appreciate people doing things for you oh, yeah. without asking. And I think that's why acts of service is one of your main ones because it's it's not to you it's more meaningful that someone goes out of their way to do something yeah. without you asking than you having to tell someone to do something because at that point it's not an act of service it's you're delegating them to do it and now they're forced to do it yeah what she said and then my third one was words of affirmation and i feel like yes like you want to hear like i'm proud of you uh, I love you. I appreciate you. You're cool, dude. Like, even support. Like, keep going. Like, you guys provide a lot of support recently, too. And, like, in the past, you have. And, like, I appreciate that. Like, I appreciate those words of affirmation. Because sometimes, like, you get caught up and, you know, you're, like, going down the rabbit hole. And hearing those things, like, it's good to hear it. Because sometimes you know you you know, you'll be okay or you're doing okay, but you're like, no, I'm not. 
I'm really not. But then it's like, you got your homies supporting you, shouting you out, putting you in your spot, telling you how it is. You know, that's that's really good. And then I got 13% for receiving gifts too. Which, yeah, Michelle also got it. I don't know how I feel about that. I do appreciate gifts and I get really mad if I lose them or something, I lose them out of sight, but I don't necessarily need them. Does that make sense? Like, it's like everything else, I guess. Like, you don't ever want to be superficial, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's nice. Like, especially when someone gets you something that is unique to you or to your group or to, you know, a conversation you had. And they're like, oh, shit, this reminded me of you, you, Diana. And you're like, damn, cool. Like, you know, that's really nice, too. Um, and receiving gifts can be different scenarios. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a gift. It could be like something small, minute. Um, and the last one, I got 3% for physical touch, which, yeah. Do you think it's because you were doing, you were answering the questions based on friendships and not a partner that you got three percent or do you feel like physical touch is just not as important to you in general I think I answered that question in both scenarios and I think you guys know this or you might not but I'm not a very physical touchy person unless I'm comfortable with you this is weird but there's there's an individual at work that asked me like Cause I had made a comment once like, oh, I don't like people, or, I mean, other coworkers. It's not this only person, but in previous jobs, um, you know, people tend to hug each other. I, I don't think that's normal. I don't think like, I don't really want to touch you. I don't want to be all up in you. It's COVID. Well, especially with COVID, but like, for example, I worked in festivals, right? So we would work gigs together, which was great, but people, we wouldn't see people for like a month or in the next gig or whatever. And I think that's where I started to be like, oh, you know, I guess I do want to hug someone, but I've never even, so I think this ties, I'm going all over the place. Sorry about this, but I think it honestly comes all back to the way I was brought up where like physical touch wasn't such a, like, it's not like I wasn't hugged. Like I wasn't deprived of touch. Don't, don't be like that. But like, it wasn't something that we practice. It was more like everybody kept their place. They shook their hand and we were Gucci. My mother's side were more touchy, more, I don't know, like, yeah and it was like overwhelming i was like yo like why are we like kissing the cheek why are we like hugging like oh but i think going forward that kind of stuck with me like i don't want to touch people that i don't know that i don't feel comfortable because i feel like it's intimate to some degree is that weird yeah and i think 
no, you, it makes sense. But again, when th this question isn't about your love languages towards strangers. Oh, yeah. This That's is I missed the whole question. for those that, you know, that you are interested in to be intimate with friends stuff like that right like that's yeah. you know of course like I also like I don't I hope that people mm. don't feel inclined to just randomly hug and touch strangers that is yeah. uh harassment yeah so if, if now reframing those questions in this different perspective yes do you think that percentage still is accurate? The 3%? Yes. Michelle's nodding oh, yes. Okay. Well, because I said I'm a single Pringle, right? It's just cool. I'm fine. I'm independent. Um, but I don't feel the need to be touchy-touchy. I don't know. I just don't feel like it's needed. I feel like quality time, like, okay, but like, what about, let's just, let's go to imagination land and I like imagination land. <laughs> okay. But quality time could be watching TV, mm. watching TV. You can be snuggling with a significant other. That's fine. That's touch. Yeah. I guess that's cool. Mind blown. Like we're not, physical touch doesn't have to be sexual. Like it's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I guess I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I guess three percent is just as a number. I don't know. I don't know why I think. Well, because I think our generation is very like hooked up on like hook up culture. So obviously, when I think of like my understanding of it is like, oh, like these people are trying to fucking Netflix and oh, sorry, cuss. I know, like Netflix and chill, and I'm not about that. Like, I'm not good with like the new culture of dating. And I feel like that's why when I see physical touch, I'm like, oh, y'all trying to trying to Netflix and chill. And I'm legit trying to watch this fucking show, bro. Like you gotta chill. But you know what I mean? So like But overall, like let's not look at the numbers. So let's forget there's a three percent on that. Yeah. Overall, do you think do you agree that physical touch is the least important thing for you in a relationship or friendship or whatever? Yeah, I would say yes, because I do, I mean, quality time is pretty on point. Like, I I feel like I'd want to go out with you. I'd want to show you, like, take you to a concert, drag you to a concert if I have to, like, go to a festival, go eat, grab some cafecito, just chill and talk and genuinely get to know someone. Quality time is the best. Yeah. And then if you're having quality time, you're listening, you're understanding, you're taking in, and that kind of funneled down to like the acts of service, the words of affirmation. So I, I think that kind of all goes in tie. Yeah. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, you know, whatever you feel is true for you. Um. Yeah, so my top was quality time. Um, that one I think is very accurate. Um, yeah, I think just the way that I grew up, like spending time with others is very mm -hmm. important to me. 
you know, just being in the presence of someone that you love, you know, is enough. Like, I, I don't need to like, oh, let's go do these things and out and about mm-hmm. and all that. So like just time, just the presence of someone that, you know, I love is there. I'm good. Um, so that, yeah, I think quality time is that one definitely makes sense for me. Um, and then there's like a, you know, I think it was like a 14% jump down to the second one, which is words of affirmation, um, which I can see, um, again, thinking about, you know, upbringing, um, and a lot of, you know, my personal issues with, uh, self-doubt, which that was something that came up in the anagram test, which was like, dang, okay, um, call me out like that. Uh, so yeah, I think like that makes sense to me. Um, and then from there, there's another big jump to receiving gifts. And I think this one, like I was confused with because I'm just like, I don't like, it sounds almost like, oh, they're being superficial, but it's like, no, like gifts don't mean extravagant expensive gifts gifts are sometimes like you know a little sticky note to say you know have a good day or just random little things like oh like on my way back I got you a cookie and here like those little things like those are also gifts and I think like that is important to me because it's kind of like oh like I crossed your mind and Mm. you decided to do something for me like give me something I don't know so that like that I think is that and when I think of it that way it makes more sense to me um and then my bottom two acts of service and physical touch acts of service I'm also like Diana like I don't like asking for help Mm -hmm. um but it's when people take initiative and they see like I'm struggling and they think of maybe something small to do for me to help alleviate the pressure that's I'm like yeah like that like that matters to me um and yeah and physical touch also at the bottom but it's not it's at 10 percent yeah I I do I don't mind being like having that physical touch with someone that I love yeah like there's a line like between like someone I love and just like mm-hmm. a friend slash acquaintance right um like you know like that you're important to me if I actually like physically touch you whether it be a hug or like you know touch your arm or like I feel like comfortable being like sharing some like bubble space um so I think for me, they, it made sense. Like I wasn't shocked at all. <laughs> I just, I, because yeah, like I'm thinking like as an outsider into both of your lives, mm-hmm. like how the outside person receives, like, okay, so I, I understand like your number three was receiving gifts and you said like, oh, it's like 
not a, like in your mind, it might not be a big thing, but I know how you appreciate things when when you receive things. And I also know you do the same for other people. Mm-hmm. So like a small token of something, whether it's like, you know, just any little thing. Like I feel like, and I feel like you are a gift giver with intention and you like receiving gifts with intention. You know, just simple things like, example, like this past Christmas, you gave us a gift and you did a lot of research and finding, yep. you know, the businesses that you were going to support and things like that. And that was, I thought that was meaningful. And not only for, for me, you went above and beyond and gifted something to Luca, but it was like, okay, yeah, it was a toy to other people. It's like, it's just a toy, but it was an elephant because you know how important elephants are to me, to my family. And it's like those little things make a big difference so I know when you receive gifts and they have meaning like that it's like you know like you can receive a pack of pens and it's like oh my god it's like life changing (laughs) (laughs) yeah I agree with that I still have that essential oil bro because you know I'm always dude I'm always stressed and and I literally I put it right here too (laughs) I was like right here and then someone's like, it smells like lavender. I said, mind your business. I'm trying to control my stress. Thank you very much. It was a gift. Oh, and, 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 uh, I forgot what it's called. Set up. Mm-hmm. It's in the back oh. of my car. Like no the way. true, like the true Mexican I am. Always with me. Oh, wait, I didn't. Was I supposed to did i say about the relationship status no let's go (laughs) and let me hype you up um okay um yeah i answered these questions as a single person however these questions i did answer thinking about like relationships that were had um and those that I felt like actual love, even though it wasn't, it was a confusing time. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Michelle. Well, I am going to start off by saying I answered these questions in as a married woman. <laughs> <laughs> In, in regards to my husband and mine are 30% to acts of service which I felt was definitely accurate because I'm the type of person I, I feel like I'm good at delegating but I don't like delegating so I, I'm definitely good at like here's the list here's the instructions but it's like why couldn't you come up with the list yourself you know what I mean like, I'm going to give you the list and I'm going to be mad that you didn't do the list yourself. That's just, that's just the way I am. Um, I got right next to that. At 27%, I got words of affirmation. And at first I was like, wait, what? But I feel like it makes sense. Um, so obviously most of you know, I'm an only child. And I, I got a lot of that. I got a lot of, you know, support here we're here for you 
you know, we love you, blah, blah, blah. Like I've had abundance of that. So I think it's like moving into my adulthood and moving into my marriage. It was like, I have, like, why wouldn't I keep receiving these? You know what I mean? And then in third, I have quality time at 20%. So I feel like the top three make sense. Um, they're very close in numbers. And quality time, I think it is important to me. I'm not saying I don't want to spend quality time with people, but I feel like, not that I don't have time, because I feel like I do have plenty of time, but I feel like for me, quality time may be different. So it's like, I don't need you here for four hours or five hours or all fucking day. Like, then I get drained because I'm, like Fanny says, like, I consider myself an introvert too, even though I can play the role of an extrovert and I can be very bubbly and social and outgoing. But as soon as that's over, I'm drained. And I'm like, I just need to be alone. So I think that's why for me, quality time is kind of in the middle because yes, I enjoy it, but I can't have too much of it because then I'm like overstimulated. (laughs) And then I have receiving gifts at 13%. I honestly thought, receiving gifts was going to be higher to be honest I really felt like and I I don't know because I feel like I'm always like if I see something I'm always like oh Kelvin look oh Kelvin this or like I'll send him things or like I'll um put it in the Amazon cart and like and that's another thing which maybe not makes sense I don't know I I always add things to Amazon cart and I never check out I just expect Kelvin to buy it. So when he doesn't buy it, I'm like, what the heck? You didn't buy it for me. But then and he's like, well, why didn't you just buy it yourself? And I'm like, no, because I don't want to. Like, I just want you to order it and it show up, you know? And like, so when he orders things and they show up, I'm like, oh my God, you know, like whatever. So <laughs> it's not like I was asking for it. Exactly. Like and then you about it. But, but like it's showing up and like you not knowing that it's on its way like I feel like that's exciting I don't know and um in number five at 10 percent, I have physical touch so I think that for me it's kind of like the quality time so I, if obviously some people don't know us in person um but if you have been around us Kelvin and I are not there, there's no PDA like there's no like we're not that of couple not that there's anything wrong everyone lives their relationship the way they choose to but Calvin and I are are more private when it comes to that and not that I don't know it's just we've always been like that and I just feel like because I answered these questions thinking of my marriage thinking of my husband um to some people like okay physical touch like you guys have a sad, boring marriage, but it's just, it's, that's something that's private to us, and I feel like that's why it's maybe not as important, because, like, I know it holds its value, even though it's only a little bit, like, yes, on this, it comes up to 10%, but that 10% has, you know, weighs heavier than anything else for me, and in, in regards to, like, if I were to answer if I were to answer these questions in a friendship type of way, so because I answered them 
in a relationship versus not. Um, I think some of these may have been a little different. I just think after 12 years of being with Kelvin, you know, receiving gifts maybe not as important as it would have been when I first met him. Or, you know, the physical touch may have not been, it might have had a different ranking if this would have been done five years ago, whatever. I think now acts of service is more important. Like for example, right now um, we're recording Friday night. Um, him and I both work tomorrow and he goes in a lot earlier. And the fact that he has, you know, he went to work all day, he was busy all afternoon and he still has, he like is handling Luca and, you know, I offered like, hey, like, do you take him, whatever? And he's like, no, like I got it. And it's like, that to me is like big. And I think because we're in a different stage of our relationship, these categories do change. So I think love languages may not be set in stone. I think depending on your situation, depending on the, you know, whatever part of your life you're in. And, you know, I can take this in a couple of years and it totally be different, you know? Yeah, that makes so much sense. Cause I mean, I took this, um, this quiz thing um, back when I was in, uh, in my master's program. This was actually something we took during our uh, psycho development course. Mm-hmm. Um, and my answers were s- slightly different. Um, quality time for me was still at the top, but um, the like the last thing for me was receiving gifts and physical touch and all that. Like those were like at the bottom, like single digit at the bottom. Um, so like now in looking at these percentages, I'm noticing like, it's a bit more balanced than it was um, at least like at the bottom three, they seem a little more balanced than when I took it a few years ago. Um, yeah, cause you know, we're ever evolving. Um, and like you mentioned, I totally agree. It depends on the relationship, um, the place in your life and the relationships that you're carrying and the stage in your relationship that you're in. Um, Cause I, there's no way like, you know, my like relationships, like whatever stage I'm in, like would be completely different from you. Like you've been married and not just you're married, but like you've been in that relationship for so long. Um, so of course they're going to be different stages, different. And also like developmentally as a human, different stage in your life. No, I, I, I would say I would agree. And even, I would even say this, like you guys are like an example, like of just a different way love works. Mm-hmm. And like for me, like my parents' own relationship is not as strong as I would say as yours and like and I see those things that you mentioned like you know he does access service we you do access service as well for him and the way you guys also speak to each other like it's encouraging to see that you found someone that's there for you and takes care of you because of the, well the thing is 
as as friends and like you know we've been friends for for a minute mm -hmm. like shit like that's crazy we started as co-workers and we became friends and we grew into friends to know each other personally it's really nice to see that and like from the start you could tell like yo this is it they're locked in key like that's it and to see that because you know it's like we live in a world where it's like it's crazy how as an individual you can think of like all the options you have and like everybody wants somebody that ticks every single box mm -hmm. but that's cool you take the box for now Correct. but it's time but when shit happens and things hit the wall like are you evolving and like still there for me or was that just the time during that time because mm -hmm. you see that and your husband that's really beautiful because you guys complement each of each other and also take care of each other as a whole in different ways and that's really nice to see in a time and era where unfortunately that's not the situation like I think to some degree for really this is just on me, but like I feel like there's such a pressure to find the right person right away. And it's like, bro, like we're all trying to figure it out. And like when you two people that are get together are trying to figure it out, it can be beautiful or it can be chaos. Like you pick your poison, mm -hmm. but like to see that with you guys is really nice to see that you know you generally care for goals. <laughs> Thank you, and and I, I mean not that I have like all the wisdom or anything like that, but I, something that you said was two people can come together and be chaos, or it could be great. Mm -hmm. And I think something so insignificant like doing this test, figuring out what is important to you. Yeah. And what is important to your significant other? Like, what if, like, I know, Kelvin's never done this test, but I know him as a person. Mm -hmm. And I know, he, you know, like, yeah, he likes receiving gifts, I guess. But like, there's just certain things that I know will turn his whole mood around. Mm -hmm. And it's like, having made the time to even consider like what the other person, mm -hmm. you know, what they're going to appreciate it makes a difference in a relationship because you know let for you your top is quality time but what if you find someone and quality time is the least important thing for them so it's like are you going to give up your priorities for that person and if you are willing to like okay well I'm going to oversee that are they going to change or are they going to make the effort to make time for you and I think you know like how you said we're in a day and age where things are just different like I, I'm thankful I don't have to date in this time and era but I hey, watch thanks. <laughs> anytime for the emotional support I'm here for you guys but I, I, I feel like watching you know other people and like you know oh, they went on a date here they're going on a date there or the way people are communicating with other people it's like well how are you showing like how are you showing these these types of love like what are you doing for that other person and receiving gifts can only amaze you for so long mm -hmm. you know i like for a very long time i was very hung on like i wanted a designer bag i really really wanted a designer bag and i was like 
I can't be basic and get, you know, a Louis Vuitton bag, <laughs> you know, the Everfull bag that everyone has. Like, everyone has it. Oh, and okay. I mean, I is it a gorgeous bag? It sure is. But it's not me. You know, I don't like things with print on them. It's just, I like very subtle things. And I was set. I was set and set and set on a Chloe bag. I wanted a Chloe bag. It was like a couple thousand dollars. And I was like, stay on it. I was like, this is going to be one of those like just timeless pieces because it was just like a solid color, whatever. And then finally, I must have like chingad so much that I was like, just buy it. Right. And then when he told me buy it, I was like, like anxiety just like sunk in. And I was like, how am I going to spend our savings for a stupid bag? And I feel like that's when I realized like, you know, maybe I was getting older or our relationship was changing, but that's one of those where, okay, now I see why receiving gifts is less important to me. You know, like Kelvin and I don't buy each other gifts, like for holidays, for birthdays, we don't because one, we share a bank account, which that on its own is a whole nother conversation because relationships nowadays, apparently, you don't have a joint checking account. <laughs> I don't know. So I've heard. So I've heard. I've, heard. I've, I've been in heated conversations with people and I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. So I just think receiving gifts can come in different ways. And I think for me, when I think gifts, I think materialistic gifts. Um, so that's why I think for me, acts of service is more important because you coming home and I don't know, you should like Kelvin will show up with coffee randomly. That is an act of service in my eyes. Yeah, it's considered a gift. I mean, he didn't stop and get it. I don't know if to me, I would see it more as an act of service. So. Because he made the time. Mm-hmm. He found a Starbucks mm-hmm. or he found a local coffee shop and was like, yo, I'm going to get her her drink. Like it takes a little more than just buying something correct because like what if he brought you something you didn't like and you're like hi thank you but it was like the effort and the fact that he was like you know she she needs a coffee today correct so we just wanted to take a quick moment to appreciate diana for joining us both michelle and i always talk about how we've wanted her to come on and so we were just super excited when our schedules all aligned to where we could actually make it happen um but yeah remember to follow us on our instagram at cafe after hours podcast um where you can engage with us directly we always look forward to reading your comments and messages um so yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll catch you on the next one.